0: Lock Talk Radio. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for.
1: p.m. Eastern Time. David Graham is a patriot who speaks about communism, cultural Marxism, Alinsky, and Islam. Also find very
2: interesting guests, including former CIA agents, authors,
1: and friends. Reza, thank you very, very much for uh, for contacting us and uh, agreeing to join us here on uh, Stay
2: Mad Radio. Well, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, as promised, with me on the line is uh, our guest Charles Fattis. Uh Open your mic right now, Charles. Welcome back to Stay Mad Radio. How are you, sir?
3: I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me back.
2: No, that's, that's my pleasure. Uh, our, our pleasure. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna break right into bringing him right on. Usama, uh, uh, thank you for joining me here on uh, Stay Mad Radio. I really appreciate it. Well, it's
1: my joy to be with you, brother, and uh, hope and the praise of the Lord will use it tonight. Her name is Janie Johnson. She wrote the book, Don't Take My Lemonade Stand. How are you today, Janie? I'm
4: doing great, David. How are you?
1: I'm fine. I think this is her now. now. Uh, is this Addie? I am here.
3: I'm listening.
1: I'm how, how are you? Very very nice to speak with you finally. Yeah, it
3: sure
1: is. So catch this and much more exciting content on Maymad Radio, Tuesday and Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern.
4: I'm <laughs>
2: President Barack Obama has asked his jobs council to identify areas of his jobs plan that can be implemented without congressional approval. Democratic Congressman Jesse Jackson, Jr. of the House Appropriations Committee says President Obama's
5: proposal needs to go further,
2: and he should act without Congress if necessary. The president has asked his jobs council to
5: look at areas of the plan that could be implemented administratively without congressional approval. Now now, now we're making some some progress. Um, President Obama uh, tends to um, uh, uh, idealize, and rightfully so, Abraham Lincoln, who looked at states in rebellion, and he made a judgment that the government of the United States, while the states are in rebellion, still had an obligation uh, to function. Uh, On several occasions now, we've seen... Quite frankly, the Congress is in rebellion, determined, as Abraham Lincoln said, to wreck or ruin at all costs. I believe, quite frankly, in the direct hiring of 15 million unemployed Americans. At $40,000 ahead, some more than $40,000, some less than $40,000, that's a $600 billion stimulus. It could be a five-year program. For another $104 billion, we bail out all of the states. The problem within the states ends tomorrow for $104 billion. For another $100 billion, we bail out all of the cities. So for about $804 billion, we put 15 million Americans to work. We bail out the states and we bail out the cities, but we do it through direct hire. We put people to work cleaning up communities. We put people to work through a civilian conservation corps, through a Works Progress Administration, because the hour demands it. And as more people work, they pay taxes. They pay taxes into the fourth quarter. They buy wares. They buy homes. They meet their obligations. And our economy begins to work its way out of this protracted recession I believe that's the only way out of this crisis and I hope that the president begins to, con- to-, to, begins to continue to exercise extraordinary uh, constitutional means based on the history uh, of Congresses that have been in rebellion in the past um, uh, the president had the opportunity to exercise section 4 of the 14th amendment during the debt crisis he chose not to to help the United States honor its obligations because the Congress is in rebellion When we recognize that the Congress is in rebellion, I think the President of the United States uh, will follow the correct course. He's doing that now. He's looking administratively for ways to advance the causes of the American people because this Congress is completely dysfunctional.
2: So you would support some administrative actions as far as new spending, stimulus projects being implemented? Oh,
5: absolutely. Declare a national emergency on the question of jobs and, and the economy. Declare a national emergency uh, on the question of unemployment, but at the same time recognize the size and the scope of the problem. Uh, if you recognize it, then as I've heard other economists in the Wall Street Journal and even the New York Times have suggested that the president's uh, jobs proposal is about one-twentieth the size of the problem. So we haven't truly provided a, 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 a national cause that generates uh, the kind of uh, 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 mass appeal behind the jobs program that's necessary. I support the jobs plan. I support the president's re-election. I support Barack Obama. Uh, but at this hour, we need a plan that meets the size and the scope of the problem to put the American people to work. And that's what you meant by going further. We've got to go further. I support what he does. Clearly, Republicans are not going to be for it. But if the administration can handle administratively what can be done, we should pursue it. And if there are extra constitutional uh, opportunities that allow the president administratively to put the American people to work. He should pursue every single one of them on
6: Capitol Hill.
5: I'm Nicholas palsey, the daily caller.
6: All right. Thank you for being here tonight. Once again, you're listening to the C Robert Jones situation report. Today's date, January 12th. Wow. 2012. I'm here in beautiful Suwannee, Georgia tonight away from my palatial estate in Old Town, Alexandria, Virginia. United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. Calling numbers three four seven eight eight four eighty five hundred. 347-884-8500. I can see we have a call on the line, but before we get to our caller, I'd just like to state this. Jesse Jackson Jr. is a moron and an idiot, and if I get the chance to slap him around a little bit once he's out of office, I will do so. He is from my hometown of Chicago, Illinois, and unfortunately, from the district I live in, he is an idiot, and he has obviously not taken his multivitamins. For those of you who don't know, Jesse Jackson Jr. was a porker, and he lost a lot of weight through gastric bypass surgery. Obviously, on that day, he was suffering from low blood pressure and, of course, lack of taking his meds. What an idiot. So here we have a congressman, not knowing his history. Certainly no history major, no history professor, suggesting that if the Congress is in rebellion, rebellion of whom the president, isn't it proper for the Congress to oppose the president if, in fact, they don't agree with his policies? Don't the congressmen directly represent people in their district? So. Is Jesse Jackson Jr. suggesting that the people of the United States are in rebellion of the president and thus should be brought into line? Jesse Jackson Jr. spoke out and suggested that the president of the United States become a dictator. What some of us fear... Have fear for some time is being taken very seriously right now, that Obama might declare a state of emergency, install martial law, suspend the upcoming elections, all of which then trigger a military coup. This is an excellent claim, rational analysis of the likelihood and feasibility of such a scenario. America, Mr. Obama is a ruled govern- governed country with millions of really smart and feisty individuals whom the new technology of the Internet and blogs have made extremely well-informed. Obama or any fool who dreams of subverting the Constitution to seize dictatorial control of this country has no idea who Americans are and what retribution he's courting. That's my warning to Mr. Obama and anybody else who believes that they can subvert the Constitution of the United States and thus establish dictatory rule. Americans will not have it. We will not stand for it. Don't even try it. All right, we have a call on the line. Caller, you're on with the C. Robert Jones situation report. Uh, yes, yeah, that me. Yeah, that's you.
2: Oh, okay. Hey, this is uh, Gunslinger, 1964.
6: Gunslinger, long time, man. How are you?
2: oh um, just had a birthday yesterday. Clear <laughs>
6: well, congratulations. Uh, how old are you?
2: Uh, 49.
6: 49? You're just a baby. I turned 50 on the 10th. Uh-oh. But we are in good company, along with Muhammad Ali, uh, Bill Shakespeare, Elvis, and several others.
2: Yeah, that's
6: true. You yeah, know, what thought, was what yeah.
2: you was uh, talking about is, uh, you know, Big Daddy Bam Bam was a declare so-called martial law. Yeah. that I mean, that right there is, is so crazy that any idiot, I mean, it that, that goes beyond being an idiot. It goes beyond yeah. being insane in the membrane. Yeah. <laughs> Just
4: think about it.
2: I mean, you know, you've got... Millions upon millions upon millions of non-military American citizens that are more than likely armed to the teeth. Yeah. Okay, uh, hunters. Uh, you know, even even military people. You know, from what I've heard, that a lot of them will will say, "Are you crazy? I'm not going to do that." And they're going to rebel against their handlers. In other words, because remember, even the police, okay, if they try to enforce this craziness, this this lunacy, okay, they're going to be coming after their family members, too. Do you ever think about that one? Well, where do you think these people are going to be? They, they're going to be trying to round up the American citizens. No, they're going to be trying to protect their own family. Well,
6: think? yeah, that's exactly right. But I had a person ask me earlier today. You know when I uh, pitched the show and said that what you know talked about what the show is going to be about today, asked me where am I getting my information, where where is this coming from? Well, it's coming from a concern that the president of the United States has skirted, came very close to putting his ass in the fire by uh, suggesting openly to anyone who would listen that he would like to bypass Congress. That he would like to go around Congress and do his own thing. That he would like to get things done for the American people without consulting Congress. When he says stuff like that, that's in my mind unprecedented, that no president, not even FDR, had the balls to say, that suggests to me, along with his background, along with his history, and along with his actions so far in the White House, that he is just one hair away, just a step away from establishing a a subversive imperial presidency where he states – where he comes to the point where he's going to say, you know what, I need to get things done for the American people. And so I'm going to bypass Congress, declare martial law, and get things done. Suspend elections. And so on he is, this guy, I'm going to tell you something. this guy is not beyond that. He has shown arrogance beyond belief. N- not even Richard Nixon would have thought of something and and I love nixon i cry- I, I cried when he you know during his funeral i I love him, but not even nixon would would, would even suggest such a thing i can't I can't recall any president, not even f d r. what do you think?
2: Well, you know, uh, there's one that tried that, uh, was one of the Bush, either Bush Sr. or Bush Jr. said "If it, it would be a lot better if I was the dictator, you know, something like
4: mm-hmm.
2: that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, would they, you know, people can say a lot of things, okay? Yeah. And this idiot up there in the White House, and that's exactly what he is, he's an idiot, yeah.
4: uh,
2: could say anything, but, you know, it's... It, speak louder than words, as the old saying goes. I mean, just just imagine if he did that. I mean, and people would these idiots would try to come to your door and try to drag you away to the FEMA camps or wherever. Do you think people are going to go willingly? I mean, no. you got you know, you got a group of people that tries to walk up to my door carrying you know weapons and with the intent of dragging me off to to a FEMA camp. Uh, you, you know what a headshot is? Yeah. Now they they yeah. they may take me out, but by God I'll take as many of them with me as I can. And I don't think I'm just alone in this in this standing. I think a lot of American people across this country, coast to coast, probably feel the same way. Yeah, have, have the American people been pushed into a corner? Obviously. Yeah. But it's just like when you when you corner a wild animal, like a tiger or something. Now, you yeah. may eat the living crap out of it or whatever. But if it gets a chance, it sees an opportunity to bust through the line. It's going to take out everything in front of it. The entire claws are sharp, by the
4: way. Well,
6: of course, of course. You know, you know, I, I, I don't believe it is beyond the scope of the current occupant of the White House to exercise his his believed to be authority. He has behaved in an arrogant fashion that is bordering on. I. I I don't know. I, I you know, I, I, I simply don't trust this guy as far as I can. I, I don't trust him at all. I think he is a dictator in waiting, based on his background, based on how he grew up, based on the people he associated with as, as a child, and based on his associations as an adult. We are judged by our friends and by the company we keep. And the company that this clown of a president kept, this subversive dictator-in-waiting kept, is abhorrent. Americans were fooled into voting for this idiot the first time around. Yeah, fairly good-looking guy, could speak well with the aid of a teleprompter, of course. Wore a nice (laughs) suit and pretty much conned half of America into putting him in office based on a certain amount of white guilt and the need to get away from anything resembling George Bush. But now we see how dangerous it is to have this guy at the helm and responsible. He is a blither. in my mind, he is a blithering idiot. He doesn't have the brains God gave a goose. And most of Americans think he's some sort of a, a, a genius. That he's brilliant. You know, he,
2: has, he doesn't He doesn't have the, the brains that God gave a piss in, as we say in Texas. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we remember? You know, Daddy Bam Bam is just something. He's got strings attached to him, just like all of the rest of them. Has, and I'm not necessarily picking on him but they've all had strings and if you follow the strings or follow the money trail you're going to find out who's pulling these strings you think this boat really counts you know you know that was rigged okay mm-hmm. it's like it's Ron Paul today he's the only person in the past 20 years that I can remember that has actually been outspoken and saying look we
3: need to do this
2: abolish the, the Federal Reserve System you know go back to Constitutional money. Get rid of these. You know how many laws were passed in 2011 last year? How many? Uh, In 2011, forty thousand new laws were passed. Not forty, not four hundred, but forty thousand new laws. And I guarantee you, don't us the dollar. They all, most of it, probably the majority of those laws, they went and aided the. thousand new laws? Wasn't the Constitution uh, set an X amount of laws to go by?
4: What the hell is wrong with that one?
2: Okay. Yeah, you know, exactly. They, they, the, yeah, the, the founding fathers were pretty smart people back then. They knew that you need an X amount of laws, you need to keep government nice and small back in the corner where they belong, and then your country will prosper. Gee whiz, what happened? We got idiots like Danny Bam Bam
6: He didn't say what changed. He didn't suggest what this new national security force would be all about, why we would need that. He hasn't said much of anything. He's done a lot of talking, but he hasn't said anything.
2: No. And the talking that he's done now, it's just like a politician. He's a politician, just like the rest of the idiots are. When your lips are moving, you know they're lying. Okay, But with a few exceptions. I like Ron Paul. Now, a lot of people may not agree with him. Some people may agree with him. I kind of like the guy. Because at least he is outspoken. At least he is trying to do the right and moral thing. Yeah. As anybody that you can remember talked like he does. Now, it could be just talk. We don't know. Who knows? I mean, we can't predict the future, obviously. I hear a <laughs> hell right? So at least he's got the right idea, okay? These idiots are going the opposite direction. They're going into the sewer even deeper. At least Ron Paul's saying, hey, we got to get out of this sewer. You know, there's light at, above us. And the rest yeah. of them are going, mm, we want to go deep in this sewer. You don't want you to know what's in a sewer, obviously, okay? Yeah. So, so until we get past this... This craziness of the American people trying to think that their vote counts today with the electronic voting. You know, it's all computer. You can hack a computer. I don't care. You know, five-year-old kids in school now can hack computers. Okay?
4: Well,
6: yeah, of course. Uh, you know, and, a, a lot of people believe that this president will not leave office if he believes that he's going to be defeated if uh, You know, later this year. Now, my good friend Sarge, who has a blog talk radio show, I'm sure you know who he is, would rapid fire suggest – no, he emphatically states that he knows for a fact that Obama will be defeated, that he is pretty much gone, that he should start packing right now, that he's gone. He's done. He should
2: start packing. You, you damn right he ought to start packing because, number one, he was never eligible to uh, – to, uh, um, be in office. There was a judge in Georgia, I think it was, I just read a few days ago, that has upheld the lawsuit and denied his uh, appeal or whatever it was to dismiss his case on his eligibility to be president. He, the judge says, no, you're going to stand trial. Now, if he will ever stand trial, that's another That's another question. Yeah. But at least there's one judge there in Georgia, and i got to take my hat off to him, Saying that, hey, he's not going to be on the on the on the ballot in Georgia if he can't prove his eligibility to be president. Well,
6: hey, hey, okay, at least one. It's about it's about time that occurred. But l- let me ask you this question now: the, the, the Obama's arrogance and his willingness to. Uh, go around the Constitution, his willingness to pretty much ignore certain constitutional – well, the Constitution in certain areas at certain times, his his talk about, well, I'd love to become a dictator or I'd love to do my own thing, I'd love to bypass Congress, but – You know, he's just throwing it out there. All all these trial balloons he's throwing out here, basically supporting uh, the Occupy movement. Um, Eric Holder, that that idiot of a uh, of a uh, uh, whatever the hell he's doing over there, um, uh, uh, you know, refusing to um, prosecute uh, hoodlums and thugs who uh, are standing in front of polling places with sticks. Uh, or, or bats, or batons, or whatever the hell they were holding, uh, and, and 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 basically threatening white folks and the, who who came in to vote at polling places. All of this constitutes a president and an attorney general who are out of control. Now, picture a scenario wh- where where uh, September rolls around, Obama's numbers are looking really bad. Uh, uh, do you see a scenario where Obama could engineer uh, or or, or his, his minions could engineer a scenario where um, they declare martial law and suspend elections?
2: Absolutely. Because he is so power hungry. He is such a control freak and his minions, you know, everybody associated with him, that it wouldn't surprise him uh, the, the, the put up some type of false flag. Another terrorist, you know, another boogeyman is going to get you. Do you remember nine eleven? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That right there was a was a false flag because you know you got to understand that these people are so they're 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 so off scale. It's not even funny. Yeah. They have to have scare tactics. And this is psychological. This is psychological warfare. Uh, hey,
6: let, let me okay. ask you this. I have a um I have I'm sorry to interrupt you, but let me let me ask you a question here. I have a sure. uh, uh a listener who is texting me stating that um when he took office, meaning Obama, I suppose, he had a mess to clear up and he's trying to do that. This is this this is my point here. People will will give him the benefit of the doubt. … for a variety of reasons, and they'll go along with all the things that he wants to do, subverting the Constitution, because for certain folks, the Constitution doesn't really mean anything unless it suits their purpose at the time. It's just a piece of paper to a lot of folks, especially a lot of black folks. They couldn't care less about the Constitution. I'll tell you that right here and now, and I'm, 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 I'm just as black as they come. They don't care about that. They care about what's in it for them, what they can get for free… And not not all black folks, because I'm black, but a lot do. And the person who is texting me right now is a black person. And they make the same argument for this guy. They make the same excuses for this clown. He inherited a mess when he came into office. He's trying to fix it. He needs to exercise uh, constitutional powers he needs to do whatever it takes to clean up George Bush's mess even if it means trampling all over the constitution even if well, it here's, means here's subverting an the constitution
2: yeah. here's an answer to that even if you're black or white or pink polka dotted at this point it really doesn't matter Okay, would mm-hmm. somebody sit there and sign into law the NBAA Act National Defense Authorization Act that can come in there Without pretext, without nothing, you could just – I could say right now to you, you're a terrorist. And yeah. they come in there under this law and haul your ass to Guantanamo Bay for water uh, torture. And then finally, they just line you yep. up on the wall and shoot your ass, okay? Yeah, yeah. Now, is this some idiot that, 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 that wants to clean up the mess, as you put it? Sure. <laughs> Obviously,
6: he's no. not doing a very good,
2: clean
4: job. He's it's not. He's not.
6: he's not. No, and he's not. And when, when, I, when I hear this, because I'm hear, I hear it all the time, the same things. Well, George Bush left a mess, and Obama is just trying to clean it up. Well, let me ask you this, um, listener who is texting me. Name will not be used. Has he cleaned up anything? What has he done to clean up the so-called mess? He not has put thing. us he has put us in more debt That's in right. the short time he has been in office than all other presidents combined. All of them. He is he's, you know, he's,
2: he's asking US debt that he's, taking he,
6: he, he's asking for another one point five trillion dollars to spend. Putting us sixteen trillion dollars in the hole. He's not cutting spending, he's spending more. It suggests to me that he's not cleaning up any mess, that he's making the mess worse. I will admit that George Bush made a mess. But when Uh, I get – yeah, of course. But when I get folks who tell me – who give me this bull, it's just bullshit. That's what it is, who say to me he's just trying to clean up George Bush's mess. Explain to me what mess he's cleaning up. How is he cleaning up a mess by putting us in more debt than we've ever been in, by exercising dictatorial powers, by simply just screwing this country up day by day by day? Obama is an idiot. Listen to me, folks, and and, and by folks, you know who I'm talking about. Stop kissing this guy's ass just because he's black. Don't do it. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid. The guy's a moron. He's screwing this country up. I don't ever want to hear again from anybody, especially the folks I'm talking about, that George Bush made this mess and Obama's just trying to clean it up because if he were really trying to clean it up, he would stop spending money we don't have. He would cut back on all of these really stupid programs and stop saying that um, those of us who have more money should pay more money when half of you don't pay anything. And 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 all oh, you that, know, that one, crap about there's one, fairness.
2: There's one thing that they that he he would have if he was really wanting to do the right thing, which obviously he's not. Uh, let's start about doing away with the TSA. Uh, Let's start uh, by doing away with the NSA and all these idiots that are actually causing these problems because, you know, they give the orders from high above. And the CIA, well, there's another one, CIA goes out and carries out these orders. Okay, well, you don't have to, you know, if I ordered you to go off, jump off the, the World Trade Center building, would you go and do it? Going yeah. to happen. You're going to get splashed, by the mug when you hit that concrete down there. You cannot. It's like I've always said before. You cannot argue with the physics of gravity because yeah. gravity comes out every time. I'm sorry. No doubt. So, no. You don't have to t- to fault these these idiots. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's the blind leading the blind. But
6: it is. The, father, it's the blind leading the blind, and the stupid leading the even more stupid.
2: The even more stupider. The
4: yeah,
6: And yeah. until
2: people wake up and see the light, because they've been duped down by, uh, number one, the controlled TV, controlled media, controlled radio, uh, if they had their way with SOPA, you know, what a crazy name. Can you imagine that SOPA? Yeah. <laughs> with the Internet, they're going to shut shows like yours down, okay? Yeah. Because they'll come up with some reason. Oh, well, you uh, copyrighted something. or You did this or did yeah. that. The, the spectrum exactly. is so broad, it's just not even... Funny,
6: okay, it's beyond funny, actually. It, so it, we've, we're living in Big Brother, a uh, and uh, a state where the 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 uh, Obama wants to centralize control of every aspect of our lives and tell us what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and he believes that he knows best.
2: Exactly, you got to got a small group of people that think that they're going to be able to determine what's good and what's what you should do for the rest of us well gee whiz you know i don't know about anybody else but i got a brain okay i i don't do the, do the drugs that the cia flies in all the time i don't yeah uh kind t- of uh When you go to a restaurant, like I went to Denny's for my birthday yesterday, on the table at Denny's is all of these packages of equal and uh, sweet
4: love. Yeah, What
2: does that have in it? Aspartame. Okay, you got the fluoride. You got the, the garbage that's in the vaccines. I've never had a vaccine in my entire life, and I'll be double dog damn anyone that tries to stick a needle in me. They're going to get a three fifty seven in their head. Okay.
6: <laughs> well, on that hey. note, let's take a short break and stay right. on because uh, I'd like for you to, you know, I'd like for you to stay on. Uh, you make some great sure. points, but I want to go ahead and play this clip before we go to the break, where these clowns at a La Raza event uh, for Obama, cheer, cheer him on when he says that he'd like to bypass Congress to, quote, get things done, end quote.
7: This is the way a republic ends. Now I get it. I mean, the, the president really, really, really wants to work with Congress. He really does. But they don't really agree with him, and it is a crisis. So he's got to go to the authoritative level, you know, and tell everybody what to do. Yeah, there's a word for that. I'm trying to remember what it is. Oh, I remember. Dictate. That's what somebody who's going to dictate. Wait a minute. That would make somebody a, no. Gee, just think how much he can get done. Hail Caesar. I am, uh, I'm, not what, I'm not sure which is more disturbing, Obama testing the, uh, the waters here, or the fact that um, the people cheered. Which do you think? Cheer? It is a pattern. People cheering on a dictator wannabe. Watch this pattern. The Senate blocked a bill that would have created this commission. So
0: I'll issue an executive order that will allow us to go forward because I refuse to pass this problem on to another generation of Americans. I know some here wish that I could just bypass Congress and change the law myself. I know there's some folks who wish I could just bypass Congress I can. Now I know some people want me to bypass Congress and change the laws on my own. Believe me.
4: Thank you, thank you. And,
2: and
0: and and believe me. Uh, Right now, dealing with Congress, the idea. Yes, 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 but but, but believe, me, uh, believe me, the idea of, of doing things on my own is very tempting.
7: Anybody ever see the episode where I talked about that uh, uh, former Czech Republic uh, editorial where they said the problem is not Obama, the problem is the American people? Because if they fall for it this time, they'll fall for somebody worse next time. It's the American people. How many times did he say, you know, there are people that want me to bypass, he's setting the road, He's just he's, just, he's plowing the field, that's all he's doing, and the people are cheering him. To violate the Constitution? Excuse me, but I believe the president took an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States of America from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Two thoughts on this one: um, the enemies are within, inside the gates.
1: The enemy. Excellence in broadcasting presents. Liberals of genius. Liberals of genius. Today we salute you, Mr. President of the United States.
3: Mr. President of the United States.
1: You single-handedly managed to choke all the life out of the world's greatest economy in record time.
3: Ten percent.
1: No one else could have apologized more, spent more, or built a rat maze healthcare system from hell that only the IRS could love. What were you thinking? Thanks to you, FDR will be known as a conservative, Carter will look presidential, and Joseph Stalin won't seem like such a bad guy.
3: Joe was misunderstood.
1: So crack open a good book. Sit on your butt and help your buddies with a snowball's chance in November. Mr. President, the one we weren't waiting for.
6: All right, we're back with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Um, Obama is setting the stage. Just as Glenn Beck pointed out on the Glenn Beck Show not so long ago, he is sending up these trial balloons To see what people will say. To see how people would. Will react. To him stating that he would like to. Bypass Congress. To get things done. What I find particularly dangerous about this. Is that people just don't see it. They don't see it. And we have our caller back on the line. Do you agree? They they simply don't. See it. This guy is a charlatan. He is a. He he is full of crap, and people don't see it. They see a nice suit, a relatively decent-looking guy who says, you know, who's who's able to speak the English language with uh, when he wants to, with the aid of a teleprompter, of course. But that's all they see. They don't see a dictator in waiting. They don't see a guy who's trying to set you up. Into believing that what he's doing is not for himself, not for his own self gratification, not to gain power, but he's he's here for you, he's doing this for us it's not for him he's 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 doing he he's going to subvert the Constitution and bypass Congress so that he can get things done for the American people oh yeah, well
2: you're absolutely correct, I mean. People, well, see like this. I said it goes back to brainwash. Remember MKL back in the late '60s? People don't believe that that actually occurred. People do not believe that the government experimented on their own citizens. Okay, <laughs> guess what? Go look it up. Okay.
6: Well, you're I'm exactly right.
2: I'm not making this up. It's you know go Google it. You know Google's pretty damn smart these days. Okay. So and you and I've heard whistleblower that has been in the CIA and all this stuff, finally come forward and said, yeah, that was all about mind control, to control the populace. What does that mean? Control the American people. Gee whiz, you think? Okay, so when you have something like that, and they knowingly do this, I'm surprised this thing has gone on this far. I'm I'm, I'm shocked. I'm I'm,
6: I'm surprised. What I'm surprised about is that Obama's poll numbers are still as high as they are. Yeah. Americans, Americans are, for the most part, hardwired for freedom. We don't like to be told what to do. We don't like to be led. We don't want to be led by anybody. We don't want to be told what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. We're, uh, this country, uh, from its very beginning, has been about individual liberties and freedom. Obama's not going to change that. There's always going to be somebody out there, a group of people who want to be led, who want to be told what to do, who want to be looked after and cared for by the great exalted one. As Obama said recently, not once but twice, we can't leave people to fend for themselves, to be on their own, that Republicans want want Americans to fend for themselves well you damn right you idiot we want to fend for ourselves leave me alone my dad said there are people who lead there are people who want to be led and then there are people who want to be left alone I would submit that the vast majority of Americans want to be left alone any thoughts
2: Oh yeah, they want to be left alone because that's what built this country. Remember, it yeah. wasn't people living in a box. I mean, my God, if that was true, we'd still be living in the in the Stone Age days when we'd go over there and beat our women uh, with a with a with a tree branch and drag them back into our cave. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we don't live in those days anymore. But there were people that were free thinkers, okay, and they don't want that. And, the New World Order does not. People don't hardly believe in this. A lot of people don't. Go well, gee with why do you think they're doing this? They yeah. want people to be boxed in. They want you to to spoon feed you from birth until death. And be a good little slave. Go out there and work your ass off and make sure that you pay your taxes now because we have your money, you know. Just imagine if the, if the government stopped for say, six months. Do you not think this country would turn around overnight? Yeah. next day everything would be prosperous or at least on a starting trend. Business would be, businesses would be able to open up again. Don't have to pay all these damn taxes. Uh, fuel prices would go down like they was and like they spoke supposed to be for about 25 cents a gallon. Okay? Food would go down. Everything you consume or use on a daily basis would go back to where it's supposed to be. The money value would rise. You put the gold You're back exactly in right. the money. I mean, well, then you could y- go out and buy a Jaguar for about five grand. Okay.
6: let's let, and, let's and they
2: still make money on it. Remember? They still make their money on it, just like they did years ago. So let's
6: it You're right. Now we're going to go ahead and take a listen to a couple more clips of Obama justifying his massive power grab. Remember, uh, for those of you who are listening to this broadcast, we're playing Obama's own words. This is not my. I'm not subjecting you to my opinions at this time. We're using Obama's own words and his own actions, and you go ahead and decide for yourselves whether or not. Obama is abusing his power. And for those of you out there who suggest that, well, he really has no choice but to abuse his power and to subvert the Constitution because he's trying to clean up Bush's mess, I suggest that you are an idiot too if you're going to go ahead and justify Obama's actions and suggest that he is subverting the Constitution of the United States, the law of the land. And bypassing Congress and the judicial system and in installing himself as an imperial president, a virtual dictator, and you're justifying it because he has a mess to clean up? you got to be kidding me. We'll be right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report.
8: But we begin tonight with a tale of two speeches, both from the same man, both from President Obama. One speech that could have been billed as a ballad to the Constitution, a proclamation of American values, a repudiation of the lawless behavior of the last presidential administration, and another speech, announcing a radical new claim of presidential power that is not afforded by the Constitution and that has never been attempted in American history, even by George W. Bush and Dick Cheney. Remarkably, President Obama today made both of those speeches Simultaneously, standing inside the National Archives in front of the actual original Constitution, President Obama delivered a blistering critique of the Bush administration in which he called their actions and their legacy literally a mess.
0: Our government made a series of hasty decisions.
8: Poorly planned, haphazard
0: approach. Too often, we set those principles aside as luxuries that we could no longer afford. Our government made decisions based on fear rather than foresight. The decisions that were made over the last eight years established an ad hoc legal approach for fighting terrorism
8: that was neither effective nor sustainable. An ad hoc legal approach for fighting terrorism that was neither effective nor sustainable. Ouch. Then, moments later, he announced his own, his own ad hoc legal approach for fighting terrorism. President Obama today proposed something new, something called prolonged detention. Doesn't sound that bad, right? Prolonged detention? Did you ever see the movie Minority Report? It was based on a Philip K. Dick short story. came out in 2002. It starred Tom Cruise, remember? He played a police officer in something called the Department of Pre-Crime. Pre-crime is where people are arrested and incarcerated to prevent crimes that they have not yet
5: committed. Mr. Marks, my mandate
8: of the District of Columbia Pre-Crime Division. I'm placing you under arrest for the future murder of Sarah Marks and Donald Dubino's take place today, April 22nd at 0800 hours, 4 minutes. No, I didn't do anything. You didn't do anything, but you're gonna. Future murder. Creepy, right? Putting somebody in jail, not for what they've done, but for what you're very sure they're going to do? There may
0: be a number of people who cannot be prosecuted for past crimes, in some cases because evidence may be tainted, but who nonetheless pose a threat to the security of the United States.
8: We're not prosecuting them for past crimes, but we need to keep them in prison because of our expectation of their future crimes
0: al-qaeda terrorists and their affiliates are at war with the united states and those that we capture like other prisoners of war must be prevented from attacking us again
8: prevented we will incarcerate people preventively preventive incarceration indefinite detention without trial that's what that's what this is that's what president obama proposed today if you strip away the euphemisms one civil liberties advocate told the New York Times today, quote, we've known this was on the horizon for many years, but we were able to hold it off with George Bush. The idea that we might find ourselves fighting with the Obama administration over these powers is really stunning. And it is stunning, particularly to hear President Obama claim the power to keep people in prison indefinitely, with no charges against them, no conviction, no sentence, just imprisonment. It's particularly stunning to hear him make that claim in the middle of a speech that was all about the rule of law.
0: But we must do so with an abiding confidence in the rule of law. Our government was defending positions that undermine the rule of law to ensure that they are in line with the rule of law.
8: How can a president speak the kind of poetry that President Obama does about the rule of law and call for the power to indefinitely, preventively imprison people because they might commit crimes in the future. How can those two things coexist in the same man, even in the same speech? Well, that brings us to the self-consciously awkward, embarrassing part of this speech today. After condemning the Bush administration for what he called their ad hoc legal strategy, for trying to make things seem legal that patently weren't, this is what President Obama proposed.
0: My administration has begun to reshape the standards that apply to ensure that they are in line with the rule of law. We must have clear, defensible, and lawful standards for those who fall into this category. We must have a thorough process of periodic review so that any prolonged detention is carefully evaluated and justified. Our goal is to construct a legitimate legal framework for the remaining Guantanamo detainees that cannot be transferred. Our goal is not to avoid a legitimate legal framework. In our constitutional system, prolonged detention should not be the decision of any one man. If and when we determine that the United States must hold individuals to keep them from carrying out an act of war, we will do so within a system that involves judicial and congressional oversight. And so going forward, my administration will work with Congress to develop an appropriate legal regime so that our efforts are consistent with our values and our Constitution.
8: You'll construct a legal regime to make indefinite detention. A legal
3: regime.
8: You will, what does he say, develop an appropriate legal regime so you can construct a whole new system outside the courts, even outside the military commissions, so that you can indefinitely imprison people without charges, and you'll build that system from scratch. What's that somebody said about ad hoc legal strategies? Just for context here, in the United Kingdom, where there isn't even a Bill of Rights, there's been a major debate about whether people can be held in preventive detention. Former British Prime Minister Tony Blair wanted three months to be the outer limit for how long anyone could be held. There was a big political fight about it. Parliament ended up limiting that power to 28 days. 28 days is still the longest period of preventive detention that's allowed under law in any comparable democracy anywhere in the world. How long would President Obama's proposed preventive indefinite detention last? Well, he's not saying yet, but here's how he defines the threat that he says makes indefinite detention necessary.
0: Right now, in distant training camps and in crowded cities, there are people plotting to take American lives. That will be the case a year from now, five years from now, and in all probability, ten years from now.
8: Ten years from now. So you could get arrested today and locked up without a trial, without being convicted, without being sentenced for, say, 10 years until the threat of your future criminal behavior passes. Prolonged detention, he's calling it. This is a beautiful speech from President Obama today with patriotic, moving, even poetic language about the rule of law and the Constitution and one of the most radical proposals for defying the Constitution that we have ever heard made to the American people.
6: Now, bear in mind that this is Rachel Maddow, uber-liberal, on MSNBC. You've heard it from the president's own mouth that he wants to establish a legal system outside the legal system, a legal regime, in order to deal with people who may become a threat to the United States of America, not no proof, mind you, no proof, but who may at some point become a threat to the United States, and they should be, they will be held indefinitely, without trial, without seeing a judge, just held somewhere. Now, a lot of us believe. In all fairness, perhaps he's just talking about those folks in Guantanamo. Perhaps he's talking about terrorists in a foreign land who just so happened to be uh, collected or captured and placed in Guantanamo Bay. But he wants to close Guantanamo, so who's he really talking about? He's letting folks go in Guantanamo. Terrorists, people who have committed acts, who have attempted to commit acts, he's opening the gates right now that's a fact so who is he talking about detaining that's the question who is he talking about detaining gunslinger you've got 30 seconds to finish up here and then we're going to close out the show
2: well you know who is being detained because
6: who is
4: a
2: real terrorist they are I mean yeah there's bad people in the world there always will be there always was okay you're never going to get away from that but where's the boogeyman at? This is what I've always said, okay? Is it a stigmatism, stigmatism in their imagination? Obviously. But that's the way to control people, is to always make you think that the boogeyman is right around the corner, and if we don't protect you, i.e. the government, the boogeyman will come up there and rape you.
4: And yeah. that's what the
2: American people have fallen for, hook, line, and sinker, let me tell you. And until they revert this, this crazy thinking that they have, this stuff will never end.
6: Well, thank you very much, Gunslinger, for the call. Right. We're going to wrap the show up. You've been great. I appreciate you calling in. Uh, my uh, screen froze, so anybody else who may have called in uh, while Gunslinger was on the line, uh, I am sorry I was unable to get to you right now. The screen that holds, uh, that hosed my blog talk uh, board is frozen. I'm just glad I'm still able to. Speak to you guys. (laughs) I'm just. I'm glad it's just frozen and not, you know, crapped out on me completely. Otherwise, I'd be gone right now. But hey, you've heard it from Obama's own mouth that he wants to detain folks. He hasn't said whether citizens of the United States or terrorists or whatever he wants to establish a legal regime. Interesting choice of words. Hey, you've been listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. We are going to go out, we're out tonight, but you know what, we're going to have a special show tomorrow night, and we're going to finish up, we're going to finish up this discussion, because I think it's important, and if my screen hasn't frozen, I thought I might have had a few more callers, so so tomorrow night, a special show at 8 p.m., be there or be square, good night folks, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America, and please, let's get this clown out of here in 2012. And I was good night, folks. And God alone. bless you.
3: But then a kind old man took my hand and led me home. Now, mama couldn't see him, oh, but he was standing there. And I knew in my heart he was the answer to my prayers. Oh, I. Among us send down to us from somewhere up above they come to you and me in our darkest hours to show us how to live, to teach us how to give, to guide us with the light
4: of love.
3: When life held troubled times And had me down on my knees There's always
4: been someone
3: To come along and comfort me A kind word from a stranger To lend a helping hand A phone call from a friend Just to say I understand But the dark end of the road That someone lights the way With just a single ray of hope Oh, I believe there are Angels among us Sent down to us From somewhere up above They come to you and me in our darkest hours To show us how to live To teach us how to give To guide us with the
4: light of love
3: They wear so many faces Show up in the strangest places To grace us with their mercy and In our time. Oh, I believe there are angels among us send down to us from somewhere up above. They come to you and me in our darkest hours to show us how to live, to teach us how to give. To guide us with the light of love To guide us with the light of love